Welcome back to Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack, dealing with the January blues. When it comes to your finances, Kimberly Palmer from NerdWallet will be along shortly. It's been about a year since America's oldest brewery, Yingling, expanded into Missouri. Anthony Morbeth talks with the company's general manager, Pat Bakunas, on how sales have been and what the future holds. Yingling uh, is America's oldest brewery, uh, now in its sixth generation of ownership, uh, still family-owned and operated. Um, it's a, uh, a a company based in, in Pottsville, Pennsylvania, so kind of the coal uh, section or coal uh, mining region uh, in in kind of northeastern PA. Uh, it was uh, it was started in 1829 by a German immigrant, a 21 year old German immigrant, I might add, um, who migrated up there looking to build his own brewery. Was in the brewing business uh, in Germany, Württemberg, uh, to be precise. And and his father and and older brothers were were in the brewing business. I think he realized he wasn't going to have a chance to operate the brewery being the youngest son. Uh, so he set off and under, you know, uh, under his own wing and came here and probably would roll over in his grave to see what it is today. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're real proud in 2020, we formed a joint venture uh, for supply uh, chain and production with Molson Coors, which is a top five global brewer, uh, which is now enabling us to have uh, greater access to supply and logistics um, to to have us bring our beers into the Midwest. And um, eventually, I'm sure all 50 states, although we don't really have kind of a uh, specific timeline for that. But it's uh, it's been an exciting period uh, under um, our current president, Dick Yingling, who's the fifth generation. And then we're, we're literally kind of sitting front seat watching uh, the sixth generation uh, prepare themselves to uh, to take their their turn as the uh, as the owners and and proprietors of the business. You're America's oldest brewery, and uh, obviously we're here in Missouri. And when you think of beer, you obviously think of Anheuser Busch. Obvious reasons because they're based in St. Louis. But the one thing I think is interesting for our listeners is not only are you America's oldest brewery, you're not in all. 50 U.S. states, and I've mentioned that basically in every place I've moved and lived to, because um, I, I previously used to live in places like North Dakota and places like Alaska, and they've never heard of Yingling. And then I, I go back home, I bring home a 6 or 12 pack, and they're like, oh my God, this is the best beer I've ever had. <laughs> and we'll get into that a little bit later, but it, it's it's fascinating how you've been around for so long, and yet you're not sold in all 50 U.S. states. And you just recently last year expanded to Missouri and I believe also Oklahoma. Yes, Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma um, represented our 24th, 25th, and 26th states. So we're now uh, at least uh, marching past the halfway point. Um, But it's been a very, very uh, disciplined, slow, well-thought-out process. Even now, today, uh, that we have access to a lot more production uh, in our partnership with Molson Coors. It's still going to be a very disciplined process. And, you know, I, I think you have to, you know, anything that you talk about with Yingling somehow relates back to history. And, and you know, back in the, you know, at the turn of the century of 1900, you know, pre-prohibition, this brewery was, or uh, this country was filled with, you know, 
hundreds and hundreds of local breweries. And, um, you know, beer is meant to generally be consumed um, locally. And so, you know, that's why Anheuser-Busch has 12 breweries across the U.S. It's a beer that uh, doesn't travel well. It's expensive to ship. Uh, it's best consumed, you know, fresh, you know, in, in within a few months of, of production. And so the Yinglings really lived by that, you know, that, that model for even post-prohibition when they survived through prohibition making non-alcoholic beers, which is interesting because they become very popular today. Uh, but they also got into the dairy business and um, and and real estate and, and things that help, help them survive. So when prohibition ended, uh, they just continued to do what they did, which is really be a, a strong local Pennsylvania brewer. They expanded a little bit outside of PA um, in the 40s and 50s, but in general, uh, up until you know the 80s, uh, you really couldn't get Yingling outside of you know a couple states uh, in in the Mid Atlantic, in the Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware area. Um, so it's interesting to see now. People ask that question all the time. Well, why aren't you national? Well, you know that 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 really is. It harkens back, and you see that even now with the craft industry, kind of a throwback because now there's thousands and thousands of local crafts across the U.S., and most of them aren't distributed outside of a, you know, some some aren't distributed outside of one county, right? And, and some go, you know, half a state, full state. Uh, so for us to be in 26 states, I've been with the company for 20 years, and, you know, we were in about six states uh, 20 years ago. So for us to be in 26 today is is really remarkable from from my perch if you're just tuning in late or if you want to hear more subscribe to show me today wherever it is you get your podcast you also could log on to our website at missourinet.com our guest is pat Bakunas, general manager of the yingling company on show me today america's oldest brewery last year they finally expanded to the state of missouri and you could find their iconic <laughs> lagers as well as other beers in their portfolio at a local grocery store here in Missouri near you. Let's talk about that a little bit. Following your expansion into Oklahoma and Kansas and Missouri, I was also reading the story and hope you could provide more insight. Uh, a recent surge, if you will. I don't know if it was on or for any specific product, but I was reading that uh, Yingling has seen this recent surge in sales and in popularity. Could you speak to that? Well, I think, you know, obviously there's a couple of factors. One, we, which we haven't done uh, only one other time in my uh, 20 years, and really the history of the company, have we ever expanded into three states at one time? Um, so that in of itself is going to surge uh, your popularity and surge your talk value and surge your, your business. Uh, there was one other time that when we opened uh, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut in one year. Uh, but other than that, this is really kind of unprecedented for us to open three states. So so that certainly contributed to, to a large percentage of that surge. Um, additionally, I, I think, you know, folks are aware uh, our, a lot of our growth right now is coming from our light beers. And, you know, there's for whatever reason, consumers are, uh, they're, you know, very popular light beer that that experienced some some consumer challenges this year. And so you have this uh, dynamic where, um, light beer consumers are are searching for um, 
alternative, you know, products or, or alternative light beers. And, and certainly um, we, we've seen our the most of our surge is, is really coming from uh, from what we would call, you know, surge in, in light beer popularity. But uh, we, we we've had such a great successful successful run with our flagship with lager um, to see now that that these great light beers that we've been making for um, you know, f- for the last several years doing so well is, is remarkably rewarding. Um, and, and I think it's just giving consumers a chance to taste, um, not only our flagship, which is, you know, more maltier, uh, fulfilling beer to, to really taste these refreshing, uh, light beers that we make. What is next for the DG Yingling company? You know, we, 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 we don't kind of tip our hand, but clearly with this, um, with this partnership with Molson Coors and the ability to tap into greater supply, uh, we will expand in the future. Um, when and what that looks like will will be determined uh, by the Yinglings, uh, the Yingling family, and and working with us as the kind of the expansion arm uh, of 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 Yingling. But there are still a few states on the East Coast that, out of our breweries in Pennsylvania, up in the you know far northern new england that we could expand to michigan we could expand to um but we are right now we've been focused on the midwest so texas uh oklahoma missouri kansas that's been our focus the the last three years um and and we'll continue to expand with discipline and do it the right way and uh introduce introduce our beers to consumers um so that they 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 feel some affinity and understand our values and and our history. And for more information, uh, pick up a six pack or twelve pack of Yingling at a grocery store near you. Yingling, that's Y U E N G L I N G. That's Yingling, and uh, or you could simply look them up online through our website as well. Pat Pacunis, general manager of the Yingling Company, joins us on Show Me Today, and this is Show Me Today the voice of Missouri.